listening to the adventures of Lonnie, the Brotherhood of Steel Scribe, Clark, the Veteran Mercenary, Pep, the Gearhead Racer, Hazel, the Traveling Scholar, and Buck, the Patriotic Vault Dweller. This is Brad Rolls of Fallout Tabletop RPG. Join us now as we descend into the remnants of old Orleans in an adventure for the ages. You see a gate uh, in front of you, another gate, but this one is way more fortified. There is a giant hill and it's almost like it looks like what used to be a flood wall has been erected um, so that there is a, um, a, a kind of a walkway above this where super mutants you can see are patrolling this area. They're all have these like leather armor um, and these, these helmets with these kind of grids on them. Um, you see in front of the gate is a ghoul dressed in khaki pants and a button-down shirt. He has loafers on and a pinstripe vest. And on the vest, there's three golden circles emblazoned upon his chest. And um, he's holding this, like, brown metal horn um, kind of upright. And uh, he sees your group approach. Um, What do you all do? You know, Lonnie, that this is the gate to New Orleans or Old New yeah. Orleans. Yeah, I'm kind of sitting in awe, looking at the wall from the the outside, possibly something I've worked on before. And um, I'll I'll say, uh, Pep, get us in close. Uh, the guard will probably motion you to stop, so be prepared for that. You sure? Because I'm pretty sure we could smash through that gate. We did it once today. Should we try again? Mm, <laughs> I, no, I, I remember that. I was to this again, I'm don't. sorry for that, Clark. I'm sorry. But hey, overall, the overall effect was good. All right, but we'll take it. I we'll can't take disagree it slow with that. Uh, so you all are, you all approach, and the ghoul looks at you all and says, All right, folks. Let's see your coins. Uh, let us pass, please. Uh, this glue kind of looks at you and says, "You really? You haven't? When's the last time you talked to one of your? Uh, I don't know what they're called. They're uh, one of your big boys. One of your one of your steel little Pepsi cans. Uh, that would be a, a, a paladin, and and I'll. I'm not sure when the last time I've been in Old Orleans is, but I'll." recount that to him he kind of looks at you and he says listen here's the thing the brotherhood of steel they uh they got excommunicated uh from the city now i'm not i'm not odd you know you're part of the brotherhood of steel that's perfectly fine uh that's perfectly fine by me i don't have a problem with them uh but but there's been some rule changes and that's just me here now today i was expecting uh this uh river crawler caravan uh ella went ahead and radioed me up here um, and so I'm looking out for them. Have you, did y'all see them in the roads? You could say that. How far we, away do you think they are? Could Clark take out the, um, uh, whatever letter we received from the caravan company and, and extend it to the ghoul? Yeah, you received a, a Pip-Boy, um, transmission, uh, from, so you have a hollow okay. tape. 
And you hand it to the ghoul, and the ghoul listens to it. It kind of looks a little, a little sketchy and weird. And he says, "All right, who's the leader? Because it's definitely not this Brotherhood uh, guy. You know, they're they're too involved. Who's the, who's like the caravan leader here?" Um, about that. Uh, you know how some people have a side hustle, like a <laughs> second job, like a. You know, their main job, but also uh, a, a different thing that they also do. Moonlighting is a main. A side quest, if you will. <laughs> I wasn't born on a Tuesday. We're all musicians. We all know. I'm a guard. I can go play I can go play this trombone down the street and get a few uh, get a few compliments or whatever. But I mean, frankly, nobody really has a, a true side hustle here, so I don't know what, what you're trying at here. Uh but if you really are a river crawler caravan, I have to let you through. Um, but listen, I'm gonna give you a piece of advice here. Don't don't be telling it. Don't be telling everybody you're from the Brotherhood of Steel, man. Yeah, I. So let's let's get on the level here. I I know that we may have gotten off a bumpy start here because I've been out of town for a while with this caravan business on behalf of the Brotherhood of Steel. Now I'm hearing there's issues with the brotherhood. Can you clue me in on what to expect? I mean, I've, I've got a, I've got a change of clothes here. I can. Do I look like a politician to you? Do I look like I know anything? I'm just doing, listen, I do my job. You're, I stand here. You're at the a gate. straight shooter. It sounds like, can you just tell me like what, what you've heard? It's not my job to fraternize with another faction within the city. It's my job to be a member of my own faction, to do my job. I'm not trying to, to give you right. a listen. It's a city of fraternizers. Just let us in and I'll find someone to tell me the skinny. I Here's the thing. Uh, I'm going to say all y'all Brotherhood of Steel, right? But you're also River Crawler Caravan. I, I, I'm I'm real. I'm, really I'm an American. I shout from the back. Um, he is. Um, no, <laughs> Brass Tax. I'm the only, only, only Brotherhood of Steel here. I came here, we've already had to deal with somebody asking for a toll to get inside somewhere. The guard hears this and laughs, and laughs hard, and laughs at you, Lonnie. Laughs so hard. I'm glad you're finding this humorous. Anyway, yeah, we're all part of River Crawler Caravan. I'll be honest, I was trying to get us in the shitty. I didn't, I didn't know that, like, Brotherhood of Steel was in bad terms with old Nolans, otherwise I wouldn't have led with that. I'm just you know, I'm certainly out of the loop. But if we can ignore the fact that, you know, the whole Brotherhood of Steel thing and that we are all part of, you know, River Crawler Caravan, if you can just you know let's just handle that part. I'll keep my mouth shut about the Brotherhood of Steel thing and then I'll figure things out on my own time. Uh the guard kind of looks at you is like, alright, all right, sounds good. Um uh, let's, let's first, here's what we're going to do. I'm just going to take you to Ella because I know she's expecting you. You got to follow me through the city. I'm going to take you straight there. You got to be under my supervision. I'm going to get a couple of my buddies here. We're going to escort you down to Ella. Um, and once you're there, she'll take care of you. Give you, give you the, give you the what for, um, that's what I'm supposed to do here. I'm not trying to, not trying to tell you what I can, you know, what you can, can't do. Uh, but if you leave my sight, um, 
I have clearance to kill every single one of you. Um, that's just kind of my my thing. And I'm going to take about four other super, super mutants here with me. Um, and they do exactly as they're told. And they will not hesitate. Um, but once you're at Ellis, we'll be gone. You can do as you will. Uh, just make sure to follow the rules of the city. Uh, you're going to need some paperwork, and you're also going to need to get your coins uh, so that you can get in. All right? Sound good? Lovely. Sounds great. So the gate opens to the flooded streets of all Nolans. Um, the, the, the ghoul guard gestures um, and, and says, we'll take care of your car. You just park it here. Um, and you trust this, that the car will be taken care of under this ghoul supervision. Um, so you park it to the side there and you see these sunken buildings that are lining the streets. Um, there's Halloween decorations that are sinking off the banisters into these kind of green puddles. Uh, up on the balconies, uh, they're kind of lit. Uh, there's a lot of light, uh, and there's ghouls wringing out rags and kind of draping them across the, the banisters. And you see these hanging gardens with ripe produce. Um, the guard slings his weapon on his shoulder as that rusty brown weapon and um, tips his hat to a busker playing a strange tune on a wooden pipe as you pass. There's a heavy heat that sits in the air filled with the sm faint smell of hot garbage. The citizens of Old Nolans are predominantly ghouls, but each has a pit boy fastened to their arm. Humans are active within the city, but most are wearing fishing waders and gas masks. Most folks have two golden circles displayed on their clothing, while more heavily armored members have three. The guard turns onto a street now filled with neon signs. You hear the clink of glasses being stocked on shelves as many wastelanders lie, passed out beside the establishments for revelry. The guard leads the group down an alley and gestures toward a very old door on the side of a building. The sign above it reads, Preservation Hall. You all enter Preservation Hall, and the smell of old wood fills your lungs as fans twirl above. The room is filled with a dozen wooden seats that face a stage. On the stage lie several chairs and various instruments. There's a desk to the side of the stage. Behind it sits a ghoul wearing a visor, furiously typing on his typewriter. The ghoul speaks. Y'all registered? I don't think we uh, are. Probably not. Uh, the ghoul continues typing and, and says, Ella it enters Ella Fitzgibbons. Um, Ella is the one that um, you happen to remember Signal said needed help. Um, Ella is, is kind of in this in this long like dress uh, that has a lot of sequence on it, but it's also kind of like ripped in areas. It seems very old. Um, it seems like it's very um, it's kind of like clinging a little bit off of her. Um, Ella is a ghoul, like a lot of the other um, citizens of New Orleans. And she sits down and she says, well, 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 here we are. The River Crawler Caravan. I was expecting you all. Now, I had a little talk with my guard outside and he, um, he said that one of y'all was a Brotherhood of Steel member. Who was that? I looked down at my scribe robes and up at her like that'd be me private Lottie Haybear at your service 
Oh, Lonnie. Well, Lonnie, um, I suppose you don't know. Uh, you haven't talked to talked to any of your Brotherhood of Steel members here recently, have you not? Um, not since I was sent to reconnoiter with the Brotherhood caravan or the um the uh, River Crawler caravan. No. Well, here's the thing. We uh we had a we had a fight recently. Um, it broke out between uh you know some of the super mutants we've been housing here and one of the uh, Brotherhood of Steel members at a bar. Um, and we actually kicked out uh, the Brotherhood of Steel because they were the insiders of this uh, of this little squabble. And it was the first time we kicked anybody out, and so other people said that we needed to kick some, some more people out, and we ended up kicking, you know, the Emerald Children out of here. Uh, and now we're trying a, a new system here, Lonnie. Uh, the new system, uh, we're taking, you remember the coins, uh, the coins that, uh, we found in the, in the treasure down the vault. I don't know, you may not have been around long enough for that, I'm not sure, but now we're all wearing the coins to signify our membership to the city of Old Nolans, and if you don't have the coins, uh, you can't do anything in Old Nolans. And each coin is individually counted, we know exactly where... We want the coins, and who has the coins? It's all bookkeeped by uh, you know, my associate here, and if you don't have those, we can't let you in. Now, my guard told me that you're the leader of this uh, caravan. Uh, democratically elected mayor. Y'all gonna need to hold another election, you see, because I can't be seen dealing with a Brotherhood Steel member, so if, uh, I need I need to talk to somebody and make deals with somebody that isn't directly with the Brotherhood of Steel because you you understand the position this puts me in. I want to help you all. I don't have a problem with the Brotherhood of Steel, but due to my appointment, being on the council and all, I can't I can't do it much with the Brotherhood. You know? Um, would you be comfortable talking to a liaison? That would this make... would be uh, Hazel the. Uh... Uh, Minister of Education. Hello. Or... That would make my job so much easier. What's your name? Your uh, What's your name? Hazel. Uh, Minister of my, Education. My name is is uh, Hazel Greenglass, and uh, I actually, I, I'm I'm from uh, the West, and uh, I uh, I am a pursuer of knowledge and education, and uh, I I love. I love history. I love living and researching history and preserving history. And uh, I, I'm really enthusiastic about uh, what I've seen you guys around here uh, doing. What you're trying to do and preserve, preserve the the history and the spirit of New or- of of old uh, New Orleans. Buck, so, Buck hears uh, this and just goes, "She doesn't ask me the real history." You know what I'm saying? Uh, Ella looks at Hazel and, and says. Um, that's that's really great. We actually have a, a council member that does all the history for us. It's really interesting to be have a museum of the old world. Oh, um, that's fantastic! I would oh. absolutely, I would love if someone at some point can give me a, a tour. I, I would. Love I, that I, so I, much. I push past Hazel, and I'm just like the old world, uh, like like Andrew Jackson. Um, Ella looks at you in your vault suit, um, and says, "How did, y'all y'all got one of those vault well?" There's a river crawl caravan. Get one of those vault dwellers. Ma'am, I'll have you know that I'm not a vault dweller. I'm an American. 
vault dweller. <laughs> um, <laughs> he does like a kind of a proud pose. Um, Hazel, uh, no, uh, Ella looks at Ella looks at Buck and says, "That's real nice, honey," and gives you a little pat pat on the head and says. Sometimes we have American pie here. Do you, do you, uh, or I call it apple pie, I suppose. But a lot of people just call it American pie. I, I, I look at her like my eyes go wide and I put like my hand on my chest and I'm like, I love apple pie. Oh, it reminds me of my good, my good friend Sable. He loves that Mirelurk so much. Man, you and him must be good friends if y'all already met down there in Salem. He tried to eat me, so I don't know. I don't know about friends, but. Oh, Signal ain't going hard to fly. You know him. We uh, love Signal. We're a big fan of Signal, right, everybody? We love Signal. Signal's yeah. our friend. He helps us eat out. Me. He tried to eat me. To be fair, you also looked like a Mirelurk at the time. Uh, Ella looks at the group now and says, uh, now, there's a reason. Um, see, we made a deal with the River Crawler Caravan a few years ago. Uh, we had some of their liaisons come down here. Is the leader of it was Ezekiel, and I met with a Martin. Um, both of them are really nice, really nice guys, and uh, came and, and talked us into setting up a little settlement outside of New Orleans. And they've said they're going to bring some help. Now, I assume that you all have accepted this job, and so you all are uh, engaging on behalf of the River Crawler Caravan. Now, I'm going to propose a uh, a job for you all that that may help you out in your ends. See, I need into Vault 18. If you didn't know, we're all, all of us ghouls here, we're all from Vault 18. That's, uh, that's where we all, we all were. Uh, we're all, uh, we're here before the war. We were in all, all Nolans before it, uh, it failed. And I'm gonna need you all to go to Vault 18, uh, because we're having, we're having an issue. And listen, I'll tell you this as... As people of the River Crawler Caravan, that it's very important that uh, you all keep this a secret, um, and it's pretty much in this job. We won't work with you if you let this float out. But we're uh, we're having some problems here. Um, have you noticed that every ghoul you run into uh, from New Orleans doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't talk like a ghoul you might have seen out in the wasteland? I was born and raised in Orleans, so I really don't have a basis comparison there, Ella. Uh, well, see, in Vault 18, they did these experiments on us, because most of the people that they put down there are musicians from the old world, and one of the things was preserving the culture of New Orleans. That was the point of the vault. Um, and so they, uh, every day would come down and give us this throat spray, uh, and it would spray our throats, and, uh, make us sing better, make us sound real nice. Uh, unfortunately, uh, some oh, about a hundred years ago, the vault doors broke, and a bunch of irradiated water came in, and a lot of us died. But a lot of us ended up becoming ghouls. The only thing is, we talk fairly normally with our accents from the previous age. Uh, but I don't know if you've seen a ghoul speak raspily, but we think that it because of the the mist they hadn't put into our mouths that we can speak normally. Now, problem is, we're having a, kind of a coffin fit among ghouls. We're not quite sure what's going on. 
Uh, it may be related to the spray down the vault. So I need you all to go in the vault and get this spray. Now, you might be asking, okay, why am I going to do this for you, Ella? What, you know, <laughs> what's the River Crawler Caravan got to do for this? Well, let me tell you something. Down in the vault, I don't know if y'all been looking for this. We've got a water purifier chip down there. That's right beside in the research facility where I believe that this uh, spray data is. Now, you may just want to go down there, get the water purifier chip for yourself and call it a day. Well, if you bring back that uh, spray, the, the spray data, that kind of research that they did and all the, the chemical compounds of everything, that's going to help us out a lot. And I'm willing to do a few things in, in regards to that. I'm willing to... Uh, make the river crawler caravan an official uh, faction of new orleans give you all a base in the city and a seat on the council we've recently had some vacancies and we need a, a good a good trading organization to to be there for us also y'all are going to get uh two coin designations for everyone who finishes this uh today we're just going to give you a one coin designation uh the council member of course will have a four coin designation as per rules and uh, last thing we're going to do is uh, we've been working on a project. Uh, recently, our partners, we had to uh, send out of the city. Uh, we've got maybe the first working train of any uh, modern civilization. And we're looking at uh, building a train station. We believe maybe the first place should be what, that little settlement y'all trying to build out there. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. Um, can I ask uh, with a two coin designation? Uh, does that mean we can arrange for a forbearance for our companion Lonnie, since he's a member of the Brotherhood of Steel, that it would be um, base, basically a forbearance that he won't be taken under the same consideration as the other Brotherhood of Steel members in the city? Here's the thing. If you do this, I'm willing to meet with the Brotherhood of Steel again. Talk with him about what's going on. For the meantime, listen, Lonnie, you better take off that scribe robe while you're in the city. You're not going to get anywhere. Nobody's going to want to talk to you. Everybody's really or the Brotherhood right now. Um, they are still, you know, they're not really outside of the city quite yet. So you might want to find them after this uh, and, and talk to them a little bit more about the situation. Now, as you know, um, or you may not know, because y'all are, are pretty much new here. Uh, City New Orleans is run off of a social capital system. So runs from one to four coins. Uh, these are the coins of the pirate treasure that was uh, tucked away in Vault 18 for safekeeping. But we've all sewn them into our clothes. So one coin pr pretty much is... a. Uh, a basic uh, citizen of the city, uh, kind of without a job. Your two coins is a laborer or an artisan, three coins is a guard or a workshop owner, and four coins are reserved for big uh, people that run a lot of the big services in the city and the council, men and women of the of the board. Um, but the one card with the one coin designation, you know, since it's a, you know, we have a communist uh, country here. Um, communist. Excuse me? Right. Since uh, we have the social capital system that we've set up here, um, one coin will be able to get you just a few things at the store just for knowing people. I'm um, generally going to want to be a part of society to get the two coins. That's going to be able to get you most, like, 
common things from the general store. Three coins is going to be when you you can go in and look at our selection of weapons, of that kind of stuff. Um, and at four coins, you're pretty much unlimited resources at that point of trying to get in. This is all a brand new system. Uh, we're just we're you know we're starting it out here since the, the Brotherhood went out. Um, the thing about it is, uh, I don't know if y'all have any caps. Do y'all have any caps on you? Before, uh, it, when she mentions weapons, Clark will sort of perk up and say, how do I go about getting that third coin after this job's done? Um, Ella, Ella kind of looks at you and says, uh, well, I mean, if you, uh, there's a few uh, specialty jobs that we give people in New Orleans. Uh, really a a god is is typically your three coin. Pretty much any kind of muscle that we can can divide to the city that is going to be able to defend the city in times of need, we're going to give a three co- three coin designation. We'll start mm-hmm. you with two coins, just because y'all are, y'all aren't ghouls. Y'all aren't a part of our of our original vault. And y'all aren't the super mutants. Can and, I uh, can I spend my last luck point I have available and in my inventory because I'm a mercenary class. I have a job hosting essentially mm-hmm. um could i use my luck point to add a detail to the scene and give her that job posting and say is this one of those special jobs you mentioned yeah yes uh yes that is that is one of the uh one of the special jobs that we have um we notice that there are some uh some tunnels that run underneath the city and we're going to need uh, essentially somebody to close those up. We'll get to that in another time. You can come back and talk to me when you feel like it. We'll get you set up. The thing I want to talk Plan about. Handle business is, first. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about this vault here for a second. Now, you may be wondering uh, what kind of things you may want to have to go down to the vault. Here's the thing. The vault is entirely underwater. I know where it is, but if you want to get there, you're going to have to be fully submerged in some irradiated water. I don't know about uh, y'all. I don't know if y'all are quite ready for that with the equipment that you have. Uh, the vault door is also it's also sealed up and stuck. Uh, you can't. We don't have the. You can't put a pit boy into there. Won't open. It's entirely sealed. Uh, and you need an overseer's code to access the research wing of the of the vault. And the last bit is when uh. When the vaults flooded, a bunch of the creatures came in, and we ended up locking a bunch of, uh, I think people call them Mirelurks, and Mirelurk creatures uh, in the vault itself, um, which is entirely underwater. Joy. Um, well, any job worth doing is worth doing thoroughly, right? Agree, and that's why I have I have some leads here for you that you may you may want to look at. Now I'm just sharing this information with you, somebody that wants this job done discreetly, uh, wants it done very quickly, uh, but really needs needs this uh, needs this spray serum. Uh, if you bring me back that spray serum, take the purifier chip, do what you want. I just want the the, the research for the spray serum. If you do that, uh, that would be great. You get all the different stuff that I mentioned. Um, but I do have some leads. So I do know that the uh, overseer's husband uh, is still alive. The the overseer's died some years ago when the vault flooded. But the overseer husband, I don't know if you've heard of the uh, of Sweet Chariot. It's a burlesque show down in All Nolens. Um, the husband is the owner and proprietor of the Sweet Chariot. Uh, he may have some clues to the 
the overseer's uh, research. Now, that's one piece of it. The, uh, the next piece is getting that vault open. And we don't really have that many explosives because they've been going to the pigskins down at the Superdome. You know, our, our super mutant contingent down there. So if you could, uh, you maybe talk to them. Uh, they'd be able to help you out, I think, with the explosive work of getting that vault door open. And she kind of points to Lonnie and says, I also have word that maybe the Brotherhood of Steel has some uh, special equipment of doing underwater work. I don't know if you've ever been under Lonnie, uh, underwater there, Lonnie. But, uh, a few times. Brotherhood of Steel happens, I believe, to have some of that. Though, that's outside of my jurisdiction, and I would never recommend you going and talking to them about that. Now, like any mission I give people, there's always one little extra piece. Oftentimes, life takes us by surprise, and when we don't want to be surprised, we go and see Madame Malavance. Well, she's a fortune teller. And she would be able to help you out with anything unseen, any kind of problems like that. That's how we stay afloat here in this economy that we have. We're able to carry out all of our missions correctly. Now, the reason our ghouls can't go down there and do it themselves is once we start opening up that vault, people are going to start asking questions of why we're going down there to do stuff. So that's why I need y'all to do it. How does that sound for everybody? Is everybody good with that? Uh, yeah, I I think we can work with that. Um, cover story-wise, why didn't you just tell them it's a uh, it's a historical reconnaissance mission to uh, maybe find a little bit more out about the history of the underground of New Orleans? You know, Hazel, why would I lie to the People's Republic that we built here? Well, well it's I'll, not I'll, strictly I'll, speaking a lie. It's the truth from a certain point of view. We are plausible like, deniability. That sounds a lot like the talk of uh, uh, the government from a certain pre-war era. And we oh. don't necessarily follow that that type of government. Oh, I totally appreciate that. Uh, so Ella lays out uh, several large... Um, French style doubloons that have kind of the fleur de lis on them and lays them out across the table. There's enough for everyone to have one in, in the party. Um, and she says, uh, you know, the, she says, the clerk will sew these in for you and get you all set up with everything. Um, you can stop by, get a few things from the general store if you need to. Um, those, that's all I have for you. Oh, and one more thing. I'm going to need you to uh, take the purple baby that you've been having hang off of you this whole time down to the <clears> Superdome. Because right now, that kind of stuff looks like it needs to be checked out by Super Mutant Friends. And frankly, we can't have that around. Our adventures continue after this short break. Hey, this is Dave, the GM of the podcast and game. I'm also your DM, your PM, your AM. I'm, I'm all times, all times, all the time. Uh, I've got a few things to go over today. Uh, first thing I want to talk about. There's a great deal of tragedy and grief in Ukraine currently. Oftentimes it's hard to connect or help with causes that seem far away. This week I want to give you an easy way to do that. Rad Rolls is supporting Project Hope. Project Hope 
provides humanitarian aid and holistic health care for people in need. Right now, there's an estimate of 3 million Ukrainians that could benefit from the work of Project Hope. I've added the link in the description if you want more information on the group or want to donate. I think it's important to stay connected and to support folks through a time of crisis. Next up, we are raising money for New Orleans Children's Hospital through Extra Life. Uh, We have a few awesome donation tiers. Uh, $10 will get you a shout-out on the show. $40 will get you a location or NPC named after whatever you want. Uh, This week, we've got our first uh, listener, uh, you know, donated, supported NPC, Nermal and Newton. Um, you'll learn more about them later on in the show. Uh, it's a really fun and interesting character, and, and I love love getting challenged in ways to kind of come up with situations where these things would be out in the world. So uh, thank you so much for your donation. Um, as we go through this arc, uh, I think there's like four or five more. Uh, all really exciting. Um, you'll hear them probably every other episode. Um, and we're going to get to all of them as we go along. Uh, don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes and Spotify for five stars and follow us on social media at rad rolls. I don't have any new reviews this week, uh, but if you would do be so kind as to go to iTunes and leave us a five star review and just write something nice for us and I'll read it on the show. Uh, lastly, I want to thank our cast of Cody, Jared, May, Mike, and Jaden. Uh, They're all so great. The characters are so much fun. It's always a pleasure doing this with them. With that, let's get you back to the show. Now, last thing, do y'all have any questions for me? I got a quick question for you. Um, Does everyone's level coin, do all the coins look the same? So so you just get a new coin each time? Or is there like a color difference? The coin's identical? The coins, uh, we can differentiate what coins you have. These coins are special only to you. Um, there, there was a, a discovery made within the city some years ago, and we have taken the process of labeling each of these coins in a certain design that I'm not partial to share with anyone, uh, but these are special to you. And we, will, we would know if... If you are gallivanting around town with other people's coins that we haven't given out to you, these are special for you. So Wow, I people actually do that? That's you. horrible. I'm sorry, Ella. I'm sorry you guys had to deal with that. That's uh, that's unfortunate that people would try to abuse the system in such a way. Um, oh, honey, it's, yeah, it's, fine. No it's fine. You're so sweet for thinking about us here in Old Nolans. Where are you from again? Uh, I'm from the track up uh, Indi- Indi- uh, Indianapolis way. Ever been there? Great, great races. Great races. Indianapolis, that's up the river quite a ways. Oh, my word. Ella, I do have a, a, a question. We were doing introductions there. and do, do you know who's representing River Crawler Caravan? Do you know much about us in general? Anything? Well, other than my, my meeting with Ezekiel and Martin and... I understand that it's the combination of the the Crimson Caravan and Blue Ridge Caravan and a lot of the different caravans up in the Commonwealth and, and, and the Capital Wasteland. We understand the project and, and we wanna be we wanna be a part of it. And so we understand that it's it's new, it's just forming, everybody doesn't have their, their stuff quite figured out, but we wanna make sure that we're engaging with the rest of the world if there's gonna be rest of the world to engage with. I, I'm 
it's a it's a pretty good synopsis of the big picture. But I mean, in this room, right here, the the individuals that you have invited here today to to speak with you, you know, do you know much about us? Much at all? Anything? A damn thing? What they've told me is they sent out contracts to people willing to do the work. And so you all are the people that are doing the work. I'm giving you something in a job that is, you know, a little bit under the table as a way to gain some trust. So really, I don't I don't know anything about you all. I have an expectation that you all will be pretty good. But I, okay. at the end of the day, it's not it's not for me to say. Okay, I, was, I just find it interesting as someone who's been raised in Own Islands their entire life has to re-earn their citizenship just because they happen to join the Brotherhood of Steel, the one the one faction in the city that gave them any safety at all. I just find that very interesting. I don't understand why. And we're talking about me, by the way. We're talking uh, about me. And I'm, who are you? I don't... Who are you again? What's your name again? I, I sometimes forget, honey. Oh, that's fine. It's Lonnie Haber. I'm sure you'll remember it. Um, Lonnie, here's the thing. The Brotherhood of Steel has done has done some some really fantastic work for the city. Now, Brotherhood of Steel is a um a faction that is very unique um in the way that they go about their business. But to say that they're the only ones that have protected the city, frankly, that's just that's just a lie. The deal that we have struck with the pigskins for centuries has allowed their protection over us. They're the ones watching the wall. They're the ones really, I mean, protecting us from the outside world. Preservationists on the inside are just going through the streets and having a nice look about ways. And I mean, the Brotherhood of Steel has done some some infrastructure stuff for us, but at, at the end of the day, it's 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 the community and the people of New Orleans and the Brotherhood of Steel decided that they didn't want to be a part of that community when they attacked the super mutant on Bourbon Street. So I heard it was only one individual from the Brotherhood of Steel originally. And re- regardless of that, I've contributed to the city for years and years. My entire life, the the mamas and the daddies of this area have raised me practically since you know, before I can remember. And I, I, frankly, I think it's a slap in the face that I have to re-earn my citizenship here. Well, Lonnie, I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. This is all, this is all brand new. We've just figured out this plan recently because in the council meeting, there's been the complaints of the different factions and this, you know, I've got a hundred, at least a hundred super mutants to answer to whenever we have these these talks it's out of it's in my control but really this is the voice of the people after all this 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 city is built on the voice of the people themselves and if the brotherhood of steel is not going to be a part of the people and work in commune with the rest of us then what can we do what would you suggest that we do i think you need to reassess what people actually means because this seems to be pretty self-serving for a lot of uh a lot of the upper crust, um, but like I said, I I just wanted to voice my concerns. There there are a lot of these people that you're talking about that are being slighted by the system, myself included. Lonnie, and I don't mean to 
jump in here, but frankly, if you're trying to avoid a war with super mutants, I would consider that a very good thing. And I'm kind of reading the reading between the lines here, and it seemed like the super mutants uh, might have wanted to use some of those pigskins after one of their boys got killed. And I'll tell you from experience, avoiding that fight and coming back to terms later on, probably the best thing they could have done. I agree with Clark, Lonnie. Maybe we should go along and go along to get along, you know, so we can maybe uh, get through this alive. That's... Lonnie's still kind of seething at the bit. It's like, this is... I understand. Ella, I'll I'll make this my last comment. I apologize for taking your time up. I understand your animosity, albeit potentially temporary, with the Brotherhood of Steel. It's just kind of hurtful that, as a citizen, someone who's donated the entirety of their life to the betterment of the city, who has helped build these dams, help maintain these waterways that this is the thanks I get. And and I do hope that perhaps there's something to be done about that. That said, as a representative of the Rising Sun Settlement, we'll be on our way. Well, And I do believe you will, um, you will enjoy the uh, results of our labors. Do, do, are you like storming out? Is this your storm out? <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna wait for her to give us okay. the cordial. Okay, okay cool. bye. But right. no, like I'm no, I've I've gotten that off my chest. I wanted her to know because it sounds like she doesn't know much of anything about the the people here, and that's kind of what I expected. So, right. So, um, Ella kind of looks at you, and you can you can see in her face that there's like a. She, there's a very like political way that she feigns sympathy for you, um, just in in her face. Uh, you can you can kind of kind of read that expression, and she looks at you and says, "Well, Lonnie, I'm sorry that it's it's come out to this, and and things have happened the way that you've happened, and they are not here. But this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity. I mean, you could your reputation in the city could be great." It's it's all up to what the river crawler caravan does. Ella, I have a couple of questions. Uh, the first one would be: You've obviously uh, been around a while, uh, honey. I was here. You... I was here back before the war. I was here exactly. for years and years. Exactly. I've met a few ghouls in my trade. Uh, I guess, you know, coming from a caravan myself, what kept New Orleans functioning? What what kept y'all, uh, what have you been able to manufacture here? What kept y'all on the map? I mean, what kept us going here in New Orleans? I mean, it was the people. It's always been about the people. We came together as the group from the vault. and I mean, we were, we were citizens of New Orleans. I mean, from from how it was in the old world. And we got together and we just started building it and it took it took time and it took dedication and it took partnership and our first partners with the super mutants that came from from i'm not even sure where but they came to town and i can they, tell you from what i've seen they ain't come from the capital wasteland 
I know very I know very little about outside New Orleans. This river crawler caravan thing and and all you folks around town is so exciting to me. But I, I truly I truly don't have any any concept of that. But when the super mutants came to town, we formed an alliance with them. We formed alliances with 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 mercantile people over the over the course of time. I mean, it, even with I mean, we couldn't we wouldn't be in the place we are today without the Brotherhood of Steel, and really without the, the Emerald Children as well. I mean, at, at at this at this point, it is a, it is a group effort, and that's how we've managed to. To keep New Orleans afloat, if you, if you mind my little pun, uh, during this, this really uh, apocalyptic time. Well, I'm glad you guys have been able to keep it going. Not a lot of places still left out there. Well, the second question I had, going back to your uh, super mutant friends, you know a super mutant named Bobby? No, I don't. I don't know. Uh, is, he, is he one of the pigskins? Uh, we don't actually know. I. Uh, well, we might have killed some of his friends on a bridge coming on in here, but he kind of ditched them, and now he wants to come work for us. Hazel Bussin. He's actually um, a part of the uh, Rising Sun settlement now. So you you killed people? Was it was it outside of? It was outside the city, right? Yeah, it was, it was outside some, the city. It was they, years outside the city. Yes, and they were very trying bad. to shake her down. Very bad people. You know. I, I don't. I don't concern myself. The, the outside of these walls is 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 not a concern to me. This is this is our first foray with River Crawler Caravan of 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 dealing with that kind of stuff. So it, best left the outside of my purvey. Wouldn't I? Wouldn't want to know. Well. I guess if you don't know him, we'll keep him around and keep an eye on him. I guess whatever you whatever you crawlers think is best. So so we're we're good. We're, we're everyone's happy. No one wants to start a fight. Clark Clark will say under his breath. I don't know if I consider Lonnie happy. So uh, Ella, where would you recommend we get? Uh, something for lunch. Since we're, we're new in town, we uh, I've, I've I've read so many accounts of uh, pre-war New Orleans had just the best the best food in the South. Uh, is there any place you'd recommend that we go to get some food? Uh, Hazel, that's a that's a fantastic question. We're gonna do a bit of customs work here. Since y'all are are new in the city, we're gonna got you your coins here. We're going to get you set up with that, and then. The thing is, I know that that a, a one a one coin designation really isn't going to get you much anywhere. So I'm, I know that y'all need a little bit of help, and I'm going to do what I can. Uh, so I'm going to walk you down to uh, my friend Arturo's um, down on Bourbon Street and leave you there. And that's in a nice area where you, really there's 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 so much there. If you want something for lunch, something to drink, something like that, outside of the shop, there's plenty of stuff. So I'm, I'm what we're going to do is I'm going to walk y'all down there get you set up with him and, and kind of take a look at your equipment maybe maybe do something about that um, and then we'll and then we can go from there I'll leave you in the good can- hands of good old Arturo I'd be very very grateful if you could do anything to help us out it'll it'll give us a head start towards your um, <clears throat> your goals that's very kind 
Oh, that sounds great. My tank's running on empty. You know, I could use a little filler up, you know? Let's have some of that delicious food, right? Let's let's get out of here. Yeah, as long as it's not my lurk jerky. Uh, all right. So Ella motions towards the drawer and um, walks out into the street. Uh, you all follow behind her, um, and she's at a distance away. Um is ahead of the group that she can't really hear any kind of conversation that you all may or may not have. Is this a, a good point to kind of discuss between the group of the events or, or any kind of plan going on here as we go through the city? This kind of the, the feeling. Yeah. So, so guys, I, I think we should definitely just go with the flow right now to kind of scope the lay of the land before we pick any more fights. I agree with that. I think, you know, they sound like they have some supplies. Maybe we can stock up on a few things. Uh, other than that, I don't know about y'all, but I'd rather go about making introductions and seeing where we stand with various people before we uh, draw much more attention to ourselves. Yeah, right now no one here knows us, but if we make ourselves um, known and indispensable to the city, uh, then we can start maybe working on uh, making things better for the uh, settlement and for us personally too. So um, give us access to a little bit more. Give us a chance to uh, uh, sort of feel everything out and see what happens. Ooh, that's really pretty. Wow, do they question, do they have uh, neon? Have, have they managed to bring neon back to New Orleans? It's, it's like there, but it's not it's like half it's because neon has a lifespan and so right. the way i the the way it, it should be is the neon is on but it's like dead in a lot of areas right but this this is not something that hazel has ever actually seen she's never been to vegas she, she's never seen neon and it's just wow this is so cool guys we need to get a sign like this for the river for, for the settlement. We need to get a Rising Sun Settlement sign that has like a... Not, not that the sign you made wasn't fantastic. It, it's, it, was, it is lovely. <clears throat> like the part of it that still exists. But we should get like... Whoa, 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 whoa. All of you need to calm down here. Need I remind you that apparently none of you have caps except for me? And yeah, I gotta that, tell you, after our last point. sign debacle... My heart's just not in it to buy another one. Well, I'm, I'm sorry I'm not good with money. I've never actually... Well, most of the time when we went around teaching and performing, we got paid in, in food and uh, lodging. We usually didn't get paid in very well in caps. So, sorry, I'm just... I've, I've never actually used them or needed them a lot. I, w I wouldn't even know where to start, so... Well, la-dee-da. Someone didn't need to use caps. I come from a trading settlement. Caps are our lifeline. If we're not trading actual metal and, and scrap, we gotta use our caps to pay for everything. I got a few caps in my pocket. Not saying I'm not gonna share with you guys if we need to, but I prefer not to spend them on a sign at this time. Just saying. Well, well, should I start charging for my medical expertise? Well, that's just rude. That's just rude. Only, if I, only if I can start charging for killing things. You know, I thought that was a whole deal with a mercenary. That's literally what you do. Yeah, isn't that what you do? 
not to be insulting. It's just that's why you have caps. Is because you kill people for caps. I like, figured you'd hey, send Mayor hey, Lodge hey, hey, hey. I used to kill people for caps. That's what I used to do. Now, I mean, I still kill people as part of my job that pays caps. No, no, but no, there's nuance it's for there. guarding. It. It's for okay. guarding now. It's 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 basically self defense. No, you're you, you make a good point. You you did kind of take it on the chin before. Which, uh, by the, the way, abdomen. might be a good idea for us not to be split up like that again if we can avoid it. I mean, at at least, like, inter let's try not to split the party. Let's have at least two of us together at a time, if possible, two or three, so that way we can back each other up. It just, it it seems like common sense. Clark will look at, look at uh, um, uh, Pep and be like, you got a broad set of soldiers. How come you weren't up there at front with me? All you did was hit me with a car. Hey, just because I can smash someone's head in with a pipe wrench doesn't mean I want to smash someone's head in with a pipe wrench. Hmm. That's, that's going to you know damage a perfectly good tool. You know, I, 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 I am prepared to do violence. I just don't like to do violence. Man, I'm a, I'm a driver. This want to go fast you weren't even driving the car well you let the baby drive the car into me wait okay, where's, but the, where's the baby the, baby's defense, the, the baby did a really good job driving the car he's so cute he was just like honk honk he was so cute guys seriously he broke my ribs well i mean that um, clearly wasn't part of the plan but you know you're uh -huh. you are alive so you're welcome just saying all right lonnie you're being awfully quiet after yeah. being awfully not quiet when you probably should have been quiet, just saying. Yeah, Lonnie's uh, just kind of enjoying being back in the city. It's like saying hello to an old friend because he's probably been out of the city for a while. That's the longest he's been out of the city. Just sort of strolling, trying to clear his head, maybe meditating. So not really taking in much of the conversation going on. Um, just brooding. Well, not even like not even brooding. I'm not sure if he's seething. It's just kind of like trying to let go of the frustration and stuff. Um, would it be possible to see if there's any, like, um, any, uh, this is going to sound weird, but uh, hang with me here. Any kids kind of roaming around doing odd jobs? Ah. When I say kids, like, from 16 to five like broad range just any of them that i see that might be maybe working a little bit earlier than they normally do right so um i've kind of i've kind of left the description of the city up to uh, up to you all for this so you're on bourbon street there's a bunch of neon signs everywhere looks kind of busy this is one of the the main streets in old new Orleans. a lot of the streets are some are remain flooded um some remain kind of vacant but bourbon street is, is a very active area um, you notice a lot of kids uh, running with little like burlap sacks with sticks, like the old like old timey version of that. Uh, they're kind of running around and and they're in a hurry, I guess. And one of them kind of bumps into you and gets knocked back a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, I'll um, I'll um, kneel down and try to help him back up. It's like, you okay? 
yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I wasn't looking where I was going. I'm sorry. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. Have you eat today? Oh, no. Um, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't give me the. I have to get this to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. I'm gonna reach in and give him my iguana on a stick. Uh, you, when you pull that out, his eyes, um, this little boy's eyes just like light up. Okay. And he like looks excited, but is kind of has he, like is hesitant to do anything. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Who's your mama? Uh-huh. Who's your daddy? Who's your dad? L O L. Yeah. Get it out of your system. Just get it out of your system. Oh, I wasn't ready for the kid today. Uh, the kid, the kid is, uh, the kid is here. What, you, what does he do? <laughs> Who is your the daddy and what does, what does he do? Uh, the little, is the he rich boy. like me? Put that iguana bits down. Don't take iguana bits from strangers. The little boy looks at you and he says, I, I, I mean, I, I have the, the papa at the shop. I don't have, I don't have a, I mean, I don't have a mom or dad. Now, I, just I, I, I grew up the same way. Let me guess. Your birthday is oh. February 30th. Yeah. Yep. I grew up the same way. Okay. This is a, I, I this is a little gift from me to you. Okay. Um, he looks ex- like ecstatic and can I, can I take it? Yeah. All yours. He, uh, reaches out and grabs the, uh, iguana on a stick. Was it? Yeah. It's an iguana on a stick. Yeah. It's just like a, a skewer type. Um, he reaches out and grabs it and looks at you and says, thank you. And runs. Yeah, um, just runs so fast he's out of sight. Mm, so at this point, uh, you all come across a certain shop. Uh, there's a sign on the window that reads Arturo's Weapons of Brass Destruction. And the party enters the old glass door and it looks like a music shop. There's various instruments stuffed about. They're on the walls, they're on the floor. Um, they're hanging all over. It's like the entirety of the shop. Uh, there's these little walkways, these like small walkways uh, that are lining the walls. And um, on a walkway, there is a cat and it spots the group. And the cat hisses at you all and runs up the walkway through a very tiny door in the back. It leads behind this caged off countertop area where there's this rather plump ghoul wielding a focusing crystal um, and kind of like putting it it looks like into what is a trumpet. So this spectacle ghoul looks up at the party and he lays down those tools and approaches the counter. Now two cats have appeared on the shelves behind wearing these kind of welding goggles. They're like cats with like little welding goggles around their eyes. And um, they have tufts of hair that are kind of like white, but there's gray spots. Um, there's, you can see most of their skin and it has kind of like a grayish pink tone and the cats curl their, their tails back and forth. The ghoul approaches the counter and rests his arm. And, and so at this point, Ella is, is with you all and says, 
hey, Arturo, I'm, I'm going to need you all. Uh, well, I'm going to need you to, to kind of get them set up. They need to go run through customs and gives Arturo a little wink and um, looks and says, and, and once once they're done, they're free to go. Just make sure you, you get them set up with the process. And Ella turns to the group and says, just remember the information I gave you and the and the thing I need done. You can always find me at Preservation Hall. I'm not too far away. And just know that I'll be keeping an eye on you all. And Ella walks out of the shop. Uh, the ghoul at the counter turns and says, All right, y'all need your uh, your custom weapons? Yes. Yes, we do. Uh, absolutely. And so the ghoul kind of spins around his chair, goes to the side, goes through some stuff. He says, just... Uh, Put your old ones up on the counter. Uh, I'm going to need them all. Uh, if they're not registered, you got to put them up here. Um, I'm assuming they're all not registered. Y'all look pretty new. Just give, give me all your weapons. I'll get you some new ones. We'll do some trading. Because if it's customs, I know that y'all are here for new. Don't worry. We'll get you some of equal value. It's, you know, back and forth. Um, we're going to make sure we trade you out, get, get you something good. Uh, so just go ahead and relinquish your weapons on the counter, and I'll get some. All right. I have a metagaming question because yes. i think this will be hilarious i know technically i only have uh, a pipe pistol and three throwing knives yes but what would happen if she just continued to pull thrown weapons out of like every single pocket <laughs> and fold of her entire outfit till there's literally a pile um what do you what do you do you want to do that is that a Yes, and I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get them all back, but I think it would be hilarious for everybody okay. to be like, where did you keep all of Do you want to, I tell you what I can do. If you want to spend a luck point, I can get you to add that detail to the scene. I um, would love to do that. And I'll give you, an, I'll give you a, an advantage of having those extra things because it's so transactional. Um, okay. And it's kind of an extra thing. So um, okay. describe yes. that, describe that to me again. <clears throat> So uh, Hazel is the first one up to the counter, and uh, she lays her uh, pipe pistol on the counter. Um, it's uh, it's it's really where, well cared for. It's just not a, a high a, a highly intricate uh, weapon of war. It's it's just a pistol, although she's uh, used it a lot. And um, out of uh, the back of her um, belt, she pulls. Uh, a throwing knife and puts it on the counter and then she pulls another throwing knife and this one's a little bit longer and flatter uh, from her boot and puts it on the counter and then from her um, uh, from underneath her wrist she pulls what looks like uh, it's almost like an extra long nail uh, that's uh, three-sided that's a, uh, a throwing uh, dagger basically and puts it down um, she actually reaches into her other belt and pulls a full hatchet like a tomahawk out of her boot on her left side she reaches into her bun of hair and pulls not one not two but three smaller throwing daggers and puts them on the counter and they, they go down with a clink and then she thinks about it for a second and then she reaches into her waistband and pulls out a sharpened scalpel and puts it on the counter. Uh, the ghoul looks at this pile of 
of stuff and and he and he puts his he puts his glasses up and and kind of like eyes them over and then he reaches into the air and snaps his fingers and then out of the uh the caged area two doors open up and cats two cats run down the walkway and go and snatch all of the stuff up and kind of like use their paws to move it and take it away from the group. It, it, it is in, it is hard to for you all to process of two cats essentially doing this um, gathering of materials in one full fail swoop, but they do, um, and I'm they in, are gone. Hazel is enraptured and also a little bit mortified because she's now she hasn't been this she hasn't been unarmed since she was like twelve. So she's like, um, it's. Am I am I gonna get that back? Uh, so the ghoul the ghoul looks at you and says, "Yeah, we're gonna uh, we'll have a hang on. What what voice did I use for this? I forgot. Um, we'll have all your weapons back. You don't worry. Don't worry about that. We'll have them all. We'll we'll have you something. I want to make sure that you're well equipped for whatever whatever else got you doing. Uh, I just want to make sure that that we have all the unregistered weapons. So the rest of your party, please." Give me your weapons. I will um, unholster my laser pistol. I'll drop the energy cell out of it, and I'll uh, place it on the countertop. This was a BOS a quartermaster uh, requisition, so uh, not feeling too great about that, but we'll, we'll play it off as uh, damaged goods or something. I don't know. So the ghoul reaches out and and grabs the the laser pistol and looks at it and then um hits it against the table a bunch of times and it breaks and um starts pulling the little pieces out of it and he kind of looks up expectantly at the rest of the group clark immediately puts his hand on the sort of his hilt of his sword <laughs> oh uh-oh <laughs> yeah and Clark uh, just gives him Clark just gives him one look and says I'd like to see you try that with my weapons. Well, well, well. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, whole western themes going on. <laughs> I I'm going to look at Clark and like You know you get a free pass right now. I may have showed my ass a little bit in front of Ella. I'm in no place to judge you. Clark does not take his eyes off the ghoul. In fact, in fact, at this point, if the ghoul hasn't said anything yet, and then more than like two seconds have gone by, he'll sort of unsheathe like the first two inches of the sword. Yeah, he hasn't said anything. He's busy like like digging for like whatever kind of stuff is in Lonnie's old now. Well, Clark, that's broken. Clark, that's more a tool anyway. I mean, you used it to etch metal. I mean, I I wouldn't expect it to do anything too dangerous. I mean, I mean, it, could could you imagine like such an unwieldy thing doing something like taking a person's head off or severing their spine or anything? Like I've I've only ever seen you use it to you know do metal work. I do like to think of myself as an artiste. Well, this is tense. Pep is going to step up to the counter and uh, put his pipe pistol down and his baseball bat down 
very uh, clear is not putting his pipe wrench down because the, after all, that is a tool. And he's going to push the, the baseball bat and the pipe pistol toward the ghoul and then step back. Um, so the uh, pipe pistol, the two cats run down from the caged area. One of them grabs the, the pipe pistol and the other one takes the baseball bat and kind of rolls it off the floor. Um, and then it actually rolls under an instrument in the back. Um, which is which is kind of strange, and the cats run back into the caged area. Um, he he eyes eyes Pep and says, "Thank you very much," and is looking at now uh, Buck and Clark expectantly. Go ahead, Buck. <laughs> I was waiting for you. Um, Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to. I will. I will. I will pull the magazine out of my uh, my my pistol, but I will put that back in my pocket and I will drop the pistol off, but I will not give up my knife. Okay. Okay. Um, so the ghoul reaches out and grabs the 10 millimeter pistol, um, cocks it back and then cocks even more and like rips it in half and then starts like taking the piping out of the, uh, the 10 millimeter pistol. Uh, he, he looks up and says, all right, last one. Let's see it. Absolutely not. What's the problem? You are not destroying my weapons. I, I, you are I not don't... taking them. And we, how about we go about just registering what I have on me? He kind of looks at you and says, listen, from, I'm from the old world. Do you fancy yourself some sort of person that's really into their weaponry that has like a no, I fancy myself as somebody who's not going to give up my weapons and have them broken in front of me and become unarmed on just the word of somebody I've never met. So, we have two options. Either I keep what I have and we just register what I've got, or we need to make a much more formal agreement here. What would you classify as a, as, a, as a formal agreement? Hmm. Well, for starters, you're not disassembling my weaponry. I will be getting it back intact. Secondly, we're going to have to come up with some sort of contract here to make sure that that happens. Um, please roll a uh, difficulty three uh, perception plus stealth. Perception is five, and sneak is three, and there's a tag skill. All right, so I got two successes. Okay, did you did you just roll two? Yeah. Okay, um, so you've got two successes, so the homebrew rule is that you can roll another um, if oh. you've gotten full successes. No, no, I got two successes because I uh, sneak is a tag skill. So I got one success that counts as two. Oh, tag. okay. Yes. Yeah, so Wait, you didn't I remember roll. that. Yeah, you didn't roll yeah, yeah. like two full. Two no, full I, I got it. I got a I got a 16 and a seven. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's a that's a fail for for difficulty three. Um, at this point, while you're talk while you're talking to the ghoul behind the counter, um, you like kind of feel the look of eyes um kind of following you um 
and even though you have your your hand on the sword, um, you feel a cat reach under your hand, grab the hilt of the sword with its mouth, pull it out, and go to the ground. And now the cat is in front of you with the sword in its mouth. Oh, damn. Will Clock, fire on the weapon maker. Will Loni, give out more meat popsicles. Will Hazel, pull more knives out of her hand. Join us next time for more thrilling adventures on Brad Rules.